Side Hustle Show 322, my five favorite books of the year and my top takeaways from each. What's up, what's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because we are simultaneously gods and worms. That's an Abraham Maslow quote that was featured in Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, one of the books I'm going to be talking about today. But I love that quote because it's so accurate. We can do amazing things. We have so much power and influence and ability to spark change, to help huge numbers of people to live these amazing lives. Yet, if you zoom out five miles into the sky, five miles down the street, or 50 years, 100 years into the future, would you be able to tell? We are simultaneously gods and worms. So today, we'll practice being gods of our own little side hustle universe while maintaining that humility that comes with simultaneously being a worm. I want to share the five most impactful books I read last year, my takeaways and highlights from each, and probably most important, what I'm doing as a result. What actions have I taken or am I taking because of them, and which of those actions you may be able to borrow for your own business. So notes and links for this episode are at sidehustlenation.com slash five books. So one of the most important books that I read this year was Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. If you haven't read this, I highly recommend it. Subtitle is Clarify Your Message So Customers Will Listen. And I read this thing in the spring of last year, most of the time while holding a baby and made me very appreciative to have a Kindle so I could turn the pages without rustling paper and waking him up. Don't expect to go into this and just like have a fluffy read. Like you're going to have some homework from this and it's going to take a while to really think about and digest and, and implement. And really it's still a work in progress for me, but I'll show you what I've done as a result of this book. Inside the Building a Story Brand, you're going to learn the common structure that the best stories, the best well-known books and movies really all kind of tend to follow and how to position your business as the guide character in those stories or just like the guide character in those stories. It's about letting your customer be Luke Skywalker and you being Yoda. And if you go to mystorybrand.com, you can fill out this full brand script online and it follows pretty specific formula. There's little video tutorials for each of these that are all free, just registration required. So you have a character. It starts with this character, your your hero in the journey. Again, this is your customer. What do they want? And you can fill in, okay, what do they want? You can fill in their problems, right? Every story has to have a conflict. What are they fighting against? What are they fighting for? They meet a guide. That's you. You empathize with your customer and you have the authority to get them where they need to go. The guide has a plan calls them to action, and that ends in a success and helps them avoid failure. And you can fill in this whole thing. And when I did this, it really just clicked and it made me redo my entire homepage. And you, As you go through this, you'll start to see this structure in almost every story. For example, we got this like Dumbo book from the library. The movie Dumbo, by the way, is like 80 years old almost. So I haven't seen the movie in forever, but we went to Disneyland over New Year's. And my son was like, what's, what's your favorite ride? The flying elephants, the elephant ride. So he's really into uh, Dumbo right now. So we're reading this book 
And you can see this exact structure. It's a character, Dumbo, in this case. He's the hero of the story. What does he want? Well, he wants to get his mom back. He wants people to stop making fun of his ears. That's kind of the problem. He has a villain in the story, the ringmaster, who's locked up his mother. And he meets this guide, Timothy the Circus Mouse, who has a plan. And in the story that we're reading, his plan is to make Dumbo the star of the circus. And he's got to figure out how to do that and <laughs> convince the ringmaster how to make Dumbo the, the star of the show. But as a result of the Story Brand book, and in part my conversation with Laura Belgray, we did a copywriting copy audit episode, episode 283. So I actually reworked the homepage of Side Hustle Nation, where the old version was very Nick-centric, it was very me-centric, and wasn't a whole lot of what's in it for you. It didn't really follow this Story Brand structure. It, it featured the kind of the three pillars of Side Hustle Nation, the podcast, the blog, and the Facebook community, and there was some social proof and stuff sprinkled in there. The new version leads with, you can escape the rat race. Sound good? Start with the free guide. And again, and specifically using that guide language, that is a call to action to download the five fastest ways to make more money opt-in. It goes in to explain, hey, I'm Nick. Here's the empathy and authority piece of why you should follow me as your side hustle guide. And here's how it works. Here's the plan. Find an idea, join the community, grow your business, master your time, quit your day job, just step by step by step. And then there's another email opt-in. Hey, join the 60,000 plus who get my best stuff via email. Those little changes, and then there's another button at the very end and say, hey, still scrolling. Here's 250 ways to make extra money. It gives people the opportunity to dive into some of the pillar content. And it gives people a couple chances to jump on the email list and I'm having a hard time digging up the exact data on this, but what I could find in analytics this morning was an 8x increase in conversion rate from that homepage. So now it's converting around 4% versus before it was like 0.5. Basically, there was no opt-in. <laughs> there was no opt-in before. So it's still not as conversion optimized as it probably could be, but that was just some structural changes that I made as a direct result of the building a story brand book. So that definitely makes the list for this year. Book number two is James Schramko's Work Less, Make More. It's a quick read that's going to inspire you to focus on the few things, the vital few things that really matter in your business. So my favorite parts were his discussion of EHR, your effective hourly rate, and his definition of a business as simply an offer that converts. And I typically define business as a problem-solving machine. What's a business? It's a system, it's a machine that solves somebody else's problem. But in James's case, it's even simpler. An offer that converts. So what's your offer? What do you sell? On the effective hourly rate front, and this is similar to what Rosemary Groner and I talked about in episode 268, the idea is to figure out how much you're making and how much work it took to make that. Outputs divided by inputs, dollars divided by hours. So if you made $10,000 last month and you worked full-time 160 hours, your effective hourly rate is 62 bucks an hour. And within that 10K and within those 160 hours, there's probably an 80-20 of what was most effective. Could you do more of that? Could you find help with the other stuff if it's still necessary for less than $62 an hour? My guess is you probably could. So what this has looked like for me has been saying no to more meetings, more intro calls, more ideas, 
that go floating around in my head and not feeling guilty about it. I mean, saying no to some local market research opportunities. I used to go in and do these little food taste tests. <laughs> what do you think of this new whatever product we're trying to introduce and get paid like 30 bucks? But based on my EHR, that wasn't a good trade. Although I just went to a $200 focus group in Mountain View and it was actually a ton of fun. And I can chalk it up as a, well, this is market research for one of these services that facilitates these, these focus groups. But again, to improve my EHR, that has meant sending more repetitive tasks to my virtual assistant, trying to build out some rules and systems to involve her more in the business for stuff that doesn't require me to do the work. And as I go down that rabbit hole, I think there's actually a lot of opportunity there. So definitely some more homework to do on that front. That's meant testing out hiring some ghostwriters for Side Hustle Nation. I've had a hard time blogging lately, even though there's a lot of content that I want to create. So bringing on some ghostwriting talent has helped create some pieces that otherwise wouldn't exist. If those drive traffic, if those drive signups, if those drive affiliate commissions, that is a huge win. Trying to leverage, like I'm going to create the outline. Somebody framed it this way, the 10-80-10 rule of outsourcing. It's like, I'm going to do the 10% upfront to set somebody else up for success, do the outline, do the process documentation, let them do the 80% in the middle, and then come back for the final 10%, the quality control check, any final tweaks and revisions that need to happen after that. That's meant hiring a house cleaner for the first time. This is something my wife has wanted to do for years. But for whatever reason, I was really hesitant to do it. But again, effective hourly rate, if this is something that needs to get done. And that's the debatable part in my mind. Like, is that does that make a meaningful impact on my happiness? It's hard to say. It definitely impacts my wife's happiness. So happy wife, happy life. We actually used a service called Handy, handy handy.com to do that house cleaning. I think if you hit sidehustlenation.com slash handy, you'll get a discount on your first cleaning service if you want to test it out yourself. But they make it super easy. Just another example of trying to get more intentional about this effective hourly rate thing. There's probably more, but those are some of the actions that come to mind. So figure out your effective hourly rate, figure out what you're actually spending your time on today, figure out if those activities are impacting your bottom line or not. If they're not, cut them out, delegate them to somebody else, and spend your time improving your EHR. Lather, rinse, and repeat. Simple but effective. Again, that's James Shramko's Work Less, Make More. I think you'll like it. It was like six bucks on Kindle when I got it. So definitely worth that. Book number three is Tools of Titans. Like we mentioned in the intro, I had a hard time getting into it. I thought the first half was kind of hard to follow, but the second half was excellent. I highlighted a ton of different passages, but some of the sections that stood out to me were a lack of time is a lack of priorities. If I'm busy, it's because I've made choices that made me busy. <laughs> that is very true and kind of goes back to my rule from a couple of years ago is in trying not to say, I'm sorry, I didn't have time to do that. It was, I, I didn't prioritize that. I prioritized something else. So lack of time is lack of priorities. If I'm busy, it's because I've made choices that made me that way, that made me busy. The second highlight was the purpose of life is a life of purpose. Why are you here? Who do you serve? Really powerful stuff there. A Henry David Thoreau quote is, a man is rich in proportion to the number of things which he can afford to let alone. This is the subtle art of not giving an F, right? Embrace the FOMO. You can do anything you want if you stop trying to do everything. So I like that one. 
Here's a quote. My one repeated learning in life is there are no adults. Everyone is making it up as they go along. I actually have a post on Side Hustle Nation about the truth about online business that echoes that. Nobody really knows what they're doing. We're all just trying stuff out and seeing what works. The magic formula or email launch sequence that worked for so-and-so might not work for you. And sure, you learn from those who've gone before you, absolutely. But don't stress out if you don't have the exact recipe to follow. Create Slack as no one will give it to you. This is the only way to swim forward instead of treading water. We'll talk about time blocking in a little bit. We are simultaneously gods and worms, that Maslow quote from the intro. If you could only work two hours a week on your business, what would you do? Constraint breeds creativity. What are the vital few tasks that you would spend your time on? Did I spend today chasing mice or hunting antelope? There's a really powerful story in the book about this lion on the African savanna. He can choose to chase mice or women. I guess women lions do most of the hunting, right? She can choose to chase mice or hunt an antelope. And she'd probably be equally effective at both, right? But the mouse isn't going to feed her for long. Like that's not going to be a very effective use of her time. So turning that around in your own business, are you chasing mice? Are you hunting antelope? Are you going after the big win? Or are you doing these little things that even if you succeed, might not make that big of an impact? And then the last quote from Tools of Titans is, luxury to me is feeling unrushed. And as my fellow entrepreneurial parents can probably relate, just getting out the door can be a challenge. And when we can do it in a way that feels relaxed and not in this gotta-go panic, that really helps. Now, side note, Tools of Titans is a really cool example of what you can do with podcast content. I'm going to interview all these cool people and compile, summarize the best advice that they gave me and make it into another asset that I can sell, a best-selling book in Tim's case. Hey, entrepreneurs, we know that anyone with a side hustle loves finding new ways to save. So if your business takes you on the road, sign up for a free membership with Hertz Business Rewards. Work trips, client meetings, industry conferences with Hertz Business Rewards, you'll save at least 20% every time you rent a car. And you'll save on more than just the daily rate. Members earn credits redeemable towards free rental days. It's also free to add an additional driver if any additional coworkers come along. And for those Gen Z entrepreneurs out there, no young renter fees. Plus, sign up for Hertz Business Rewards today and earn three times credits during your first 90 days. So whether you're traveling for a side hustle or a main hustle, join for free at Hertz.com slash business rewards. Applies to base rate, taxes, fees, and options excluded. Additional terms and exclusions apply. Visit Hertz.com slash business rewards to learn more. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. 
And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Book number four is Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habits, where he outlines the six common characteristics of high performers, and this is based on thousands and thousands of surveys and data from his audience. Habit number one is to seek clarity. That's who you are, what do you care about. Habit number two is to generate energy. That's taking care of yourself, taking care of your health. Habit number three is to raise necessity. Why is your work important? It's not just what you do, it's why you do it and why that is necessary. Habit number four is to increase productivity, a common theme from this episode, learning how to get the most output from your hours, not necessarily working longer or harder, but being smarter and more intentional and more effective. Habit number five is to develop influence, to be seen as a leader or someone of influence. I think that opens up a lot of doors and especially has for me as the host of the show. And habit number six is to demonstrate courage, which I interpreted as doing the hard things, not taking the easy way out. So among my Kindle highlights for high performance habits were, did I live fully today? Did I matter? This is something you could ask yourself before bedtime every night. Did I live fully today? Did I do work that mattered? Brendan's equation for personal satisfaction is this, passion plus growth plus contribution is happiness or personal satisfaction. It's really similar to Freud's recipe for happiness, which was love and work, or put another way, meaningful work plus meaningful relationships. Brendan adds the growth component, or as Tony Robbins might phrase it, the progress component to feel like you're improving or getting better is really powerful. So that was passion plus growth plus contribution is personal satisfaction. There's an Abraham Lincoln quote, most folks are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. This is, who knows if Lincoln actually said this, like good things that come to people who hustle, right? This is something I've been trying to put into practice when things aren't going my way. For example, the kids are having a rough day, like trying to put a smile on anyway, control the controllable and make my mind up to be as happy as I can be in that situation. The next quote is, stress is self-created so I decided to stop manufacturing it. This one definitely rang true for me. All my deadlines are self-imposed, right? I'm my own boss, but man, he can be a slave driver sometimes. Stress is self-created, so I decided to stop manufacturing it. That's obviously not 100% true, as sometimes you can find yourself in a truly stressful situation or environment that you didn't create, and you may not be able to immediately escape, but at least in my case, work stress is self-created. If you can't discern from your weekly or monthly calendar what major moves you're working toward, you're not optimizing your time. Again, from High Performance Habits, block off the time. This was a big shift for me, not necessarily last year, but for any major project. If you don't put it on the calendar and commit to it, it's probably not getting done. And the final quote from High Performance Habits, my final highlight, is the competency that matters is the ability to become competent. In other words, the most important skill is the skill of learning new skills. Book number five is James Clear's Atomic Habits, which is both an excellent piece of writing and an actionable 
manual on how to establish good habits and break bad ones. James sent me an advanced copy, so thank you for that. And I wrote back to him, I was like, man, your your writing makes me self-conscious about what I have tried to call a book in the past. But it really is an excellent piece of work. For me, it really hammered home the point that environment is stronger than willpower. So stop playing defense with willpower and instead set up better systems and a better environment to make positive habits automatic. James told the story of servicemen in the Vietnam War who, I didn't realize this, like 25% of them were addicted to heroin while they were there. When they came back home, the relapse rate was almost zero. Like it was really, really low compared to a rehab clinic. Somebody goes in for a heroin addiction. They come out, they have a 90% relapse rate because they're going back to the exact same environment they were doing before. Whereas these servicemen, they were completely different environment on the other side of the world. And so they didn't have this relapse, like supposedly the most addictive drug on the planet or one of them. And just changing the environment, stop that addiction. What that has looked like in practice for me, and thankfully not overcoming a a heroin addiction, is doing stuff like printing out my in-home workouts in advance, like taking that guesswork out of it, having my upstairs closet recording studio, the Clawfice, is ready to go so there's no setup time. It means getting and keeping all the junk food out of the house and instead just stocking up on healthy snacks. It's meant pre-programming a bunch of common meals into my fitness pal so it's easy to use you don't have to punch in a bunch of stuff every time that you eat so again, atomic habits really helpful really powerful if you are looking to either establish some new habits this year or to break some bad ones it'll help you out with both now some honorable mentions some books that didn't make the top five but i think might be worthwhile or fun to read for you the first one is everybody lies subtitle big data new data and what the internet can tell us about who you really are. This was recommended by Noah Kagan. And if you liked Freakonomics, I think you'll love this. Everybody lies. Really interesting stuff there. Smart Cuts by Shane Snow is another book that I read. The biggest takeaway there for me was The Power of Mentorship. This was also one of Sean Marshall's Six Rules of Scale we talked about in episode 312. Find a mentor, either virtual or real, to model your moves after. Because odds are somebody has walked a path similar to yours and you may be able to follow along. I liked the Everything Store. This is the history of Amazon through 2013 or 2014. I think this was published. It would be crazy to read the the 2019 version and see everything that's happened since then because Amazon has probably double or triple the size that it was even just five years ago. Fascinating to learn about the ins and outs of this company that's at the center of so many side hustles, right? I think I had five or six different Amazon-related income streams at one point. The author of The Everything Store does, I think, a good job of balancing all the positive things Amazon has accomplished with the the negative stuff, like the sometimes ruthless, ruthless business practices and sometimes toxic internal culture. So I actually interviewed at Amazon for a job back in... 2005, I want to say, and didn't get offered that job, but curious to think about that fork in the road and what might have happened differently if I did and what those stock options might be worth today. And finally, American Kingpin, it was a fascinating book. It tracks the rise and fall of the Silk Road, which was a dark net site where apparently people could buy and did buy all sorts of illegal goods like drugs and weapons and all sorts of crazy stuff 
since I had never heard about this when it was actually going on, and the main character spent a good amount of time 45 miles away from me in San Francisco, I thought it was a really cool kind of a thrill. It reads like a thriller. You kind of try and figure out, okay, what's going to happen next? Are they going to catch this guy? And he's ordering hits on all these people and how he's tried to stay anonymous. Fascinating stuff. American Kingpin. But what's been on your reading list? Let me know in the comments for this episode, sidehustlenation.com slash five books. And if you like what you hear on the Side Hustle Show, if you found this episode helpful, if you found any other episode helpful, tell a friend. That would make my day. And of course, if you're not already subscribed, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player app to make sure you never miss an episode. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on.